on. Recording? Is this recording? Yep. Good good evening, kitties, and welcome to Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Fork's Best Source. Tonight we're going to be talking about a great movie, Candyman with Tony Todd. Is Tony Todd is that the name of that actor? Yes, it is. Or is that like the name of the character in the no, movie? No, no, Tony Todd is the actor. He's the actor, okay. Yeah. He, he, also, he also played the, uh, the guy who survived the longest in the remake of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's okay. That's and he was good. also in uh, um, the, uh, uh, ur- not the Urban Legends, but the uh, Final Destinations. Okay. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, the Living Dead thing, that, that one, that's how I really knew him from before. Yeah, so that, yeah. Thanks for jogging my memory on that. Great actor, great actor. Well, his voice is so distinguishable. It is distinguishable, and I've heard you know he's a really nice guy from people on the scene. Like, uh, you know, he's just a really nice guy, and he's—I I believe he's a classically trained actor. But Candyman is going to start off uh, a thing that I'd like to call mythology and folklore. I, you know, in the, in the next up, up and coming weeks, I'd like to talk more about the mythology and folklore of our favorite horror films. So, you know, basically the thing, the thing is, you say Candyman's name five times, he comes for you. It's kind of like the Bloody Mary Beetlejuice kind of thing, only it's, it's better because it's two more. <laughs> yeah, and I just remember that giant hook that he's got there, too. I saw somebody put up a post that just watched the new one, and they said that that was just uh, really, really good. So I'm, I still want get, to get out there and check that out, but I've been watching Yellowstone. So a lot of people a... think it's going to be like a remake of Candyman, but it isn't. It is actually a sequel, a more precise sequel, because it talks about Helen and her saving the baby, and the baby actually becomes Candyman in the new Candyman movie. Oh, okay. Well, uh, jog my memory too. What's with the bees? With the um, well, uh, here, I'll tell you the whole story then. Okay. Daniel Robakai was is Tony Todd's character. He was an artist who was petitioned to paint uh, a wealthy landowner's daughter. Well, they fell in love, and because he was black, they didn't accept him. So they sawed off his hand, and then they cut him open. And then they drenched his body with honey from nearby beehives. And the bees came, and the bees stung him to death. Oh, that's pretty wicked. And it's actually kind of funny, because we're, ta- you know, we're starting the mythology course in, in this show. And the mythology um, behind Candyman is that he is a mythical legend. Actually, uh, if, you, if you read uh, the... The essential Clive Barker, which um, Candyman comes from, it comes from a story called The Forbidden. And uh, anyways, um, it basically says that Candyman actually became a, an urban legend in the place where the movie was filmed. Really? 
so why the why Candyman? What's the is there any reason for that name? I mean, I think than, I think it's probably because of the honey. It's because he's filled because he's so sweet. Well, you know, <laughs> they, they, they have this this continuous this continuous thing in the movie where it says sweets to the sweet. Okay. Yeah. Right, what yeah. were you gonna say, Katie? Oh, yeah, turn. Yeah. There you go. Why wouldn't they just call it Honey Man? <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, like maybe because Candyman makes more sense because of the old candy vendors of like the 1950s and things like that. That and saying Honey Man oh. five times in a row is probably a little more difficult. Honey Man, Honey Man, Honey Man. Well, in the, in, 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 the, in the new version, um, yeah. there's like different iterations of Candyman. And one of them is a guy who hands out candy, but he has like a hook for a hand, but that's because of the war. He didn't get his hand cut off. It was because of some war and basically. So. And it reminds me of, uh, was it uh, Liar Liar? The hook. Afraid of the hook? <laughs> there was yeah, a, there was an episode of Family Guy where Peter was going there once, was a man with a hook for a hand. But the calls were coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah, like Katie, they could have called him, like, you know, if he was captain, could have been Captain Hook, I suppose. Yeah. But then, I mean, yeah, I guess. Saying that five times, too. Maybe. Captain Hook. I liked, uh, yeah. anyone here ever seen that movie Hook with Robin Williams? Oh, yeah, it's a great no. movie. Who, who played Captain Hook in that? Uh, was it... Uh, I forget his name. Dustin Robert. Hoffman? Dustin, Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, yeah, I think it was Dustin Hoffman. Okay. He was a great actor in that, especially because he couldn't use one of his hands. Imagine if he had an itch in his eye, though. <laughs> use the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> I have a joke, but I'm not going to say it right now because it's inappropriate for our viewers. Yeah, I've heard one, too. Where <laughs> pirate loses his eye, but it's because a bird... Crapped on him. No, no, he no. A, he had a hook for a hand, so he, <laughs> yeah, so he lost his eye from the hook on his hand. Oh my. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, you know they talk about Candyman being an urban legend in this, and it's uh, actually one of my uh, fields of study that I do quite a bit is urban legends and mythology. So. So when you say it was an urban legend, was that? Uh, so was this a story that has been around for? Like a really long time. Like, has the Candyman been, you know, like you have like the Boogeyman or something along those lines? Or was this created by like an author? It was created by an author. Okay. But um, there's like a line in it. It goes, I am the writing on the, I am the writing on the chalkboard. I am the talk in the classroom. Without these, I am nothing. And basically he says in one part of the movie, he goes, my congregation needs me or something like that. Okay. Because he only exists because they believe he exists. So, and so in this movie, he just goes after people that say his name five times. Uh, I mean, it's it's mainly about this uh, mythology student. Actually, she says his name because she's trying to figure out more for her dissertation, and her husband's like cheating on her, and there's all sorts of backstories and okay. stuff like that. But um, he, she, she, she says his name five times. He comes for her, basically kills people, all the people around her. People think she's doing it. Um, eventually she succumbs to him and finds out that she was actually that the girl he was ha, was was in love with in another life. Okay, yeah. So I was wondering if there was going to be some type of like connection between that. That's where I was kind of going with that. 
So you said you just saw the new one too? Yeah, yeah, I did. It's it's a great movie. Uh, another is he the main character in it again? Is is he like the Candyman? Not really. It's about someone turning into the Candyman. There's a, a baby that gets saved from a, a pit fire at the end of the first Candyman. And it's apparently that baby is this guy, and he summons Candyman and starts becoming Candyman. So is this the 1992 version? This is the 1992 version. A great movie. Yeah. I hate to say this, but it's one of the best black films I've ever seen. And there's a lot of great ones of those, too. You know, you, you, there, it's, there's film noir and all kinds. Um, I, I, I hate to admit this, but I'm kind of a fan of exploitation films sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just because I just want to see how far they're going to push things. But, you know, I, I don't, I'm not a racist at, by any means. I believe that everyone is good until they can prove otherwise. So. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a thing uh, with an interview with Eddie Murphy about uh, the movie Boomerang and how they, when that came out, he was getting a lot of uh, uh, questions or critics about the fact that there were, um, I think it was because there was like no white actors in it because it was about a bunch of successful people and, you know, this was back in the 80s, so. Well, you know, you got to realize when uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino made, made Django, Spike Lee had a fit. Well, Spike, Spike, Lee. Spike Lee said he said the n-word too much in there, and finally Samuel Jackson comes up to Spike Lee. I read this. I read this in a book somewhere, and he goes, "That's how they talked back then." Yeah. And Tarantino is one of the least racist people that he knows. Yeah, I don't. I don't even like Spike Lee's movies. I, I want to see Black Klansman, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't even know. Is that something new that he's done? Uh, in the last four or five years. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. But, yeah, Candyman, is, is, it's a great film. Um, it's an hour and 42 minutes, so it's a little on the longer side. It looks but, like there's multiple Candyman movies. Do you have, like, a favorite, or is this one your all-time? Uh, this is probably my all-time favorite. There was uh, Day of the Dead, I believe, in Farewell to the Flesh. Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, so there's more than two of them? There's more than two of them. I, I think the new one is actually a better continuation of the story than Farewell to the Flesh or Day of the Dead. Well, but Day of the Dead, that's... I thought that was a zombie flick. That's Dawn of the Dead. Oh, Dawn of the Dead. Day of the <laughs> Dead was a zombie flick, but I think there can be more than one movie named the same thing. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, you've told me I need to do this one, but Jack Frost. There was, a, there was the Michael Keaton version... And then there was, like, the Psycho Snowman version. Oh, yeah, I suppose. And people were looking it up, kept looking it up, looking it up, getting the wrong one, showing their kids the R-rated Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. And then they, they go, oh, you traumatized me, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, back when I worked at Blockbuster, that was a, a place where you rented videos, Katie. Like, I know what that is. I just <laughs> am astonished that you worked at Blockbuster. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> but they, they'd always have, like, a... Uh, blockbuster movie come out like you know you have transformers but then right next to it on the shelf for the people that didn't catch it they'd have like transmorphers which it was just like uh just really low budget b 
movies and basically they just throw them in there and hope in the hopes that people just accidentally rented instead of the movie that they're looking for sounds like charles oh. band films to me you know charles band the name sounds familiar puppet but, master demonic toys oh yeah always releasing movies yeah yeah these are probably even worse than those though well but. you know i used to i used to hang around this place called cci video in Amarito. and it was like this huge warehouse just full of like obscure films and I loved it. I loved it dearly and I saw some things that I shouldn't have seen. Mm-hmm. But I also saw some things I'm glad I saw. There's a, a movie that's it's kind of traumatized me though and that's Pinocchio's Revenge. And that's probably the scariest movie I've ever seen in my in my life. It's a psychological horror film. But when did that come out? Like 1996. Oh, okay. Because there's some like new Pinocchio movie out that looks really creepy. Really? Yeah. But it's like live action. Like it looks like realistic. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's actually supposed to be like Pinocchio. But <laughs> still haven't seen it. How do I use this again? Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. But right. yeah, you know, if, if if anyone can, you know, if anyone feels like it, go out and rent Candyman or go out and buy Candyman. Uh, they have a really good box set right now. It contains the 1992 version and the 2020 version. Yeah, like I said, I mean, I'm not a huge uh, horror movie. I, I, you know, I like suspenseful thrillers. I'm not in, like into the gore stuff, but I've seen a lot of uh, people. Um, reviewing the the new one that came out, and they think of, they like I said, they said it was a great movie. So I'll have to be sure to check it out. Just hope we don't do American Guinea Pig. Okay. Oh, that doesn't, actually, that doesn't sound good. When 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 Martin or it was either Martin or Charlie Sheen saw it, he thought it was actually a snuff film, so he called the police on the people who made it. Oh wow! That's how good the special effects were in this film. Wow. They thought it was an actual snuff film. Katie, do you know what a snuff film is? No, I don't. I wasn't paying. I don't know. You want to explain to Katie what a snuff film is? A snuff film is a film oh where it shows someone dying for real. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Ooh, okay. Not Very illegal, of course. And you know what? I've actually, I saw a thing. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it, but there is actually a lot of uh, snuff videos that get put out on Facebook. They get taken down right away, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. people that like kill themselves or kill other people and post it on Facebook. Mm. It's kind of disturbing. Just hope mm-hmm. we don't get kicked off Facebook for saying that. <laughs> oh no, we're not. Well, I think it's suspe- I think it's more like over like an overseas thing, probably yeah, like in yeah. the in the China. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I mean, the president of China, China will get you <gasps> kicked off of everything. <laughs> well, here, you know, here here's the thing. You know. Um, there's a lot more leniency in foreign countries. Like you can go to Italy and there's like there's like posters of women with their boobs hanging out, you know? Actually, yeah, I think that was one of the I think it was like more of like the Israeli type of uh what do you gonna call them provinces or something? I, I got a tune that's kinda going over my head right now. <laughs> in Istanbul, uh, not Constantinople. Sport no. coat. Facebook. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, all right. All so right, we, right we, we, totally, we totally went off track there. <laughs> uh, you, you just said you didn't like the gore, so I yeah. said, you know, just yeah. hope I don't do American guinea pigs. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, you got anything else for us? What are we doing next week? Uh, next week, um, I'm actually going to have a little treat for you guys next week. It's going to be Evil Dead. One of the best movies ever. But it's not going to be the original Evil Dead. It's going to be the remake because the remake is up to is up to par with the original. Does it have Bruce Campbell? No. Oh well, then it can't be even be close to but being up par. But here's the thing: I'm going to dedicate like three weeks to Bruce Campbell mm-hmm. because I'm going to go through my videos and watch every season of Ash vs. the Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell, and we will talk about them here on Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That was, that was well-timed. You're getting better.